Welcome to the Men's Health Matters Podcast with Sorted's Steve Legg and Dr. Ken. Hey, Doc. Hey, Steve. How are you? I'm doing very well. How are you keeping? Are you in rude health? I'm in extremely rude health. Yep, I'm doing fine, thanks. Doing fine. Approaching a, a big celebratory birthday, but uh, keeping very well. I heard a rumour it's the big 6-0, but it can't be. I'm afraid it is, yeah. I know I don't look over 59, but yeah. Seriously, definitely. Doc, how do you do it? You you look that's amazing. That's all that good living, you know. What is the secret? <laughs> uh, I'm serious. Is it good genes? You look after yourself? Um, well, my, my, my dad's 86. My mum's just passed away. She was 88. So, um, yeah, probably partly in the genes. I try to look after myself, although um, yeah, I actually went to see my GP recently and discovered my cholesterol was a bit high, which I was absolutely shocked about. So, How come? Too many sausages? I, I, don't, I hardly eat anything like that. So um, I'm now on a three months of... Um, Get your cholesterol down, or uh, or I'm on to uh, statins, unfortunately. You're hey. kidding. So things like cholesterol, were you feeling unwell, or is this something no. you just go and get it checked out? No, I was I was feeling fine. I, 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 I when you get to when you get to this age, you think oh, maybe we should just get things checked and just see how we're doing. And uh, the GP was very good at accommodating my. My paranoia, and uh, actually, it turns out everything's fine apart from my cholesterol. Well, can your cholesterol be too low? Um, yeah, probably not. I've, I've never yet met anybody whose cholesterol's too low. Well, I never. I thought you. I thought it was just just as much an issue. But every day is yep. a school day. Every day is a school day. Yep. <clears throat> yep. Doc, people are loving the podcast. We've had so much feedback. I'm looking at some of the stats we got. People as far as Bangladesh listening in, and this is only the second one. We were talking about um, diabetes on the first one, Mm. a lovely letter. I won't say who it's from, but a long letter. Um, Would I prefer not to have diabetes? Of course. But I saw it more as the kick up the backside that I needed to ensure that I continued to look after myself. As I approach my dotage and the messages that you gave out in your podcast should be of great comfort to those who might have been recently diagnosed and have concerns. And it's also reckoned there are around 2 million undiagnosed diabetics in the Mm. UK. I'm looking forward to future health podcasts, I guess, looking after one's prostate and understanding signs where things might not be quite right could be on the list for future broadcasts. Keep well. 2 million, is that right? Yeah, it's a lot of people that don't know they've got it. It's your type 2 is is the one that you, you comes on gradually, so you often don't really know until you think, it's gone on for ages now. I'm, I'm up during the night and things like that, and I'm just not feeling quite right, and it turns out you've got type 2 diabetes. Would yeah. that be typical of any particular age that you need to be watching in particular? Are we talking over 50, over 40? As you get older, you, you're more likely to get it. Um, type one it often affects younger people or or folk who've been through something fairly traumatic where their 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 pancreas just goes well, I've had enough of this I'm I'm shutting out. Um, but yeah, type two gradual onset becomes more of an issue in in as you get older. Brilliant, Doc. Um, I do you know I don't know, I've ever asked you a question you've not known the answer. <laughs> well, there's plenty, don't we? <laughs> Trust me, there's plenty. <laughs> well, we've quizzed together, and you, you've not always got five out of five. Yes, but, uh, that's very true. <laughs> we won't men- we won't mention that now. No, no, no. Here okay. we go with another <laughs> great episode. Yes, Doc, we are talking 
healthy eating today. And would you believe it? We've got a special guest, a very good, I was going to say old friend. Well, he is an old friend, but he's not an old friend, if you see what I mean. He's just an old friend. That's not an old friend. Uh, but there we are. I'm getting myself in circles here. We'll be yeah, introducing indeed. him in a minute. So we're talking healthy eating today. I'm going to ask you lots of questions about balanced diet, some of the myths about diet. Um, are, are men different to women when it comes to nutrition? They are a little bit. Um, and, and men, generally speaking, uh, need slightly more in terms of calorie intake per day than than ladies um the, the average for a, a healthy man is thought to be about two and a half thousand calories and for ladies about two thousand um that, that's i keep thinking that's a little bit that's a lot but actually it's that's what the the clever scientists say is is what you need but you do need to have a very balanced approach to it. Do you know what? I think that is a lot. I mean, I've been on this diet. I'm always sort of dieting and I use an app and I track everything. So for me to lose two pounds a week to get to my target of 14 stone, I'm on 1600 calories mm -hmm. a day. Yeah. And that's a bit of an effort. And I was chatting to my friend Rosemary Conley. Uh, mm -hmm. I should have a clanging thing as I've dropped a name there, but I don't think I have. Uh, she, she was surprised, 1,600 calories for a fella. I'm, I'm six foot yeah. three, 15 stone. Um, but I'm just about managing it. So 2,500, I think, is a bit of a luxury. It is, and, and you have to be pretty active to uh, to be burning all that off. Um, I, you've, you've got your dog, so you're out walking lots. Um, but, yeah, 1,600, yeah, that's that's – that's a tough one to keep to every day. Um, I've, I've just recently started uh, a, a slightly healthier eating plan and uh, I, I struggle to keep to it. Um, but there we go. Yeah, I went out for curry the other night with my mate Stephen. Oh, well, that's mean, probably that, 1,600 in itself. Do you know what? Because as, in, as you know, the, the, the whole type 1 diabetes thing, mm. and that was 200 grams of carbs. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's a lot of carbs. <laughs> Isn't it? But I tell you, it tasted good. I savoured yeah. every <laughs> blimmin' morsel. Uh, tell us about this minimum five a day of fruit and veg. Because I did hear that that had actually gone up, and they're saying now seven. Is that possible? Um, yes, it's possible. Um, you've got to work hard at uh, at five a day. Never mind seven a day. Um, but yeah, they they're five a day's been about for quite some time now. And um, yeah, more recently, people started saying actually you should probably be eating seven. Um, if if you include you know veg that's in soup, veg that's in your dinner. Um, fruit juice, that kind of thing, then you can actually get to it. Um, but you've got to be quite um, deliberate about it and intentional about making sure you are eating five a day. It's it, it, it's good for you. It is definitely good for you and, and highly recommended. And sneaking things like carrots. We always disguise carrots and courgettes in a shepherd's pie so the kids are eating veg yep. without realising it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the yeah. Car carrots are fine. Yep, uh, courgettes. Yep, they're all good. They're, they all count. They all count. What about roasting them? As if I do a nice roast, my world famous, if you don't mind me saying it, Sunday roast. Mm -hmm. I love roasting with carrots and parsnips and putting some sprouts yeah. in. Uh, yeah. A roasted veg, just as good as boiled yeah. or, or raw. No, no, no. They're absolutely fine. They're absolutely fine. If you're wanting to, I mean, one of the, one of the myths is that. Um, you know, fresh vegetables are better than frozen. Um, fresh vegetables, if you've picked them out of your garden, 
and cook them pretty quickly are ideal. They're the best. But um, if you're buying it from the shop, then it's probably been quite a number of days before it's been picked. And actually all the nutrients in it start to degrade. So you are better with frozen stuff in that case. But in terms of roasting it, Yep, that's that counts as well. Yeah, any any way you can get it in, basically. So, what is a balanced diet? A balanced diet. It, it, you, there are sort of different food groups. Um, there, there, there are said to be five of them. There's fruit and veg, starchy food, dairy, protein, and fat. And actually, you do need all of them. It's really important that you have all of them. Um, if you're going to, we've talked about fruit and veg and five a day, starchy food. Uh, ideally, you want to go with whole grain or uh, starchy food that is released the energy and it's released slowly. So it's uh, potatoes, um, rice, pasta. And you should have about thirty-three percent of your 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 intake should ideally be that. With dairy, um, you you just got to watch cholesterol with that, um, but it does give you various nutrients and protein. And you get protein also from lots of pulses, beans, lentils, chickpeas, um, various uh, various other pulses, um, and fish, oily fish particularly. You want to have fish twice a week. Um, eggs give you protein, but again, you've got to watch with the cholesterol. And, uh, and meat, um, red meat or chicken, that kind of thing. You do get, or you, you need to have, fat in your diet it's 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 an essential part of of your diet um but watch with the the saturated fats you want to try and minimize them and maximize the unsaturated fats so that's the the, the oils the healthy oils and, and spreads so something like an avocado yep is a good fat yes 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 avocado's good what about so you mentioned potatoes i love potatoes there's a little cafe mm-hmm. in northern ireland i go to the pit stop cafe and i had a okay. jacket potato once because I, I was wanting to be healthy and they gave me chips on the side so oh, that was overkill but i do love my potatoes yeah. Is sweet potatoes better than regular potatoes um they're, they're, they're different they're different um i mean I, I i particularly like sweet potatoes um just as a as an alternative to ordinary potatoes they taste different um, I wouldn't say they're necessarily better or worse, but uh, they're both good sources. Yeah. So, Dr. Ken, how should we be eating? I grew up, uh, we're a similar sort of age, hearing breakfast like a king, lunch like a prince and dinner like a pauper. So starting off big, getting small during the course of the day. What yeah. do you make of that? Yeah, and and most of us do it probably the other way around now. We have a small breakfast, bigger lunch, and then a big meal in the evening. Generally speaking, we we would advise not to have a big meal later in the evening. It's it's not good because you 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 don't tend to burn it off, and you end up just accumulating uh, fat and whatnot from it. So yeah, better not to have. Not every night, obviously, if you're going out or whatever, that's fine. But on the whole best not to have a massive meal late in the evening um breakfast sets you up for the day and uh, if you're going to you know want to to have a good healthy start to the day then breakfast with uh food that will release energy slowly for you so energy drinks not a good idea the various you know cereal bars and whatnots that give you a big sugar hit are not 
not particularly good way to do it because you get the big hit and then you crash. Um, and that's one of the issues with uh, with energy drinks and kids at schools, actually. Um, they'll have a can of whatever on the way to school, and then by mid-morning, they're, they're crashed. Um, oh. it's, not, it's definitely not good. What's your take on intermittent fasting? Because uh, I would normally have dinner probably about six-ish now, try to be a little bit more regular in terms of time. But I never fancy breakfast unless I'm away, you know, and mm. it's a bit of a treat and it's a fry-up. So I probably wouldn't eat between 7 p.m. and 12 lunchtime. Yep. What's your take on yeah, that? Uh, that? That's fine. Um, a, a, a prolonged fast is not reckoned to be particularly good. But intermittent fasting is fine. It's it's become quite vogue um, in terms of helping to to lose weight and and generally be a bit healthier. Um, yep, as long as you as long as you're keeping to you know overall during the day you've got a good balanced intake, then that's absolutely fine. And what about snacking? Mid morning, mid afternoon snack? Hmm. Depends what you snack on. What should we if be you- snacking on? Well, I, I would avoid, you know, chocolate bars and high high sugar intake things, um, nuts, seeds, fruit, carrot batons, that kind of thing, where you can actually you can chomp away and uh, you, you you feel you are getting something um, much better for you. Snacking's okay as long as it's healthy stuff. I mean, basically, what you're saying it's all about balance. It is. It is absolutely all about balance. It's, you know, the, the old adage of everything in moderation. And that's probably taking it a little bit far, but uh, um, yeah, balance is essential. Absolutely essential. This is very, very helpful, Doc. Listen, let's bring in a guest, a great friend of yours and mine, Andy Godfrey. I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I know Andy has struggled sometimes with food and health. And I know when I've lived by myself, it's an effort making good stuff and being out on the road and it's very easy to stop for a sandwich or a KFC or McDonald's. But uh, let's hear from the great man himself, the one and only your friend of mine, Andy Godfrey. We're going to give him a round of applause. There, Andy, unmute yourself so we can hear you. There we go. Hello, <laughs> mate. Great to Hi, see Andy. you. Ditto, you're looking good. Uh, was I watching you drinking from a, from a diet drink there, Andy, or from a, um, a carbonated drink, shall we say? Yeah, I should have done that off camera, shouldn't I, given the subject. <laughs> what are you drinking there? Uh, I've got the glass of Diet Coke here for my mid-afternoon drink. Does that That's perk you up? <laughs> it does a little bit. Yeah, it, it does be a bit good. I, I've often said I'm not going to heaven if there isn't Coca-Cola, because I don't like milk particularly, and I don't like honey, so it better be Coca-Cola. <laughs> you see, I would drink tap water every time. I love a beer, and I love a Pinot Grigio, yep. Um, yep. but diet drinks... Waste of time for me. Give me a, give me some tap water. It just seems to work for me. I mean, I drink tap water every night before going to bed. I'm not sure if that's any good for me. Um, I do drink tap water on and off during the day, but sometimes you just want a bit of flavour, a bit of taste. And um, as you say, Steve, I live on my own. And one of the problems is there's nobody to regulate what I'm, what I'm doing after time. Uh, so I just say, oh, I'll get away with that. <laughs> self-regulation, Andy, self-regulation. Exactly, self-discipline. It's very important. And Yeah. I mean, I've been living on my own now for 17 years, Ken. And uh, you would think that I would have learned my lesson. You should lesson. be an expert by now. I should be. 
<laughs> it's still there's still that great temptation as as just to not be bothered to to cook properly for yourself when you know steve said there's a there's a fast food takeaway down the road or there's a curry house just around the corner you name it in milton Keynes, we've got everything uh and the temptation is then just to nip out and think well there's no electricity there's no washing up it will save me a lot of time i've got a busy life Somebody else can do the cooking for me, and I'll just race in and race out and have what I have what I feel I need to give me the boost for the day. So, so Doc, so, we I'll need some advice here. Sorry, yeah. We need we need some wisdom from the Doc. What would you say yeah. to people like Andy? <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, Andy, well, we're not yeah. picking on you, and we're so, so grateful no, you no, came no. on. Well, yeah. I know I this is going to be really helpful to a lot of fellas <laughs> out there. I, I sent Andy a book. Um, some time ago on cooking for blokes, um, uh, which I, I think is probably still in the wrapper. But, uh, no, 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 it's on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the shelf. Um, yeah, I, do you know, I, I never say to people, oh, you must never have a takeaway or, or anything like that. That's, that's, that's crazy. I think it's really important that you have a healthy relationship with food and it doesn't become an obsession either because you're eating too much or – excuse me, because you're, you know, you're going onto a crazy diet. So takeaways are fine, but not every night, not several times a week or several lunch times. Um, it's really important that you, you know, you do look after yourself because, you know, you, you are you and uh, we don't want you to be, uh, you know, disappearing off to, uh, to sample the diet Coke elsewhere uh, before your time. So yeah. Um, you can you can look at you know cooking back something in a in a batch, put it in the freezer, and then eat it you know over a week or over two or three weeks, um, and and it's, it's dead easy. You you then just you just got to carve out the time for it, make it a priority. It's part of looking after yourself and looking after yourself well, because you deserve to look after yourself. Absolutely yeah, right, Doc. I think one of my problems is, as as probably with Steve's life, life is a bit irregular uh, at times. So you know, you can be at a at a gig, or in my case, a meeting or a service at different times during the day, doing different things. And yeah. it's very hard to get a regular lifestyle when you're self-employed and you're out on the road. And I think that's been part of my problem. And so, therefore, you know, I go out and do a meeting. I'm I'm coming home say ten ten o'clock at night, even, and I haven't anything to eat. Uh, and the drive through is open just down the road. And that's the temptation just to pull in and get some stuff. If you, you know. if you had done uh, some, if you'd cooked some stuff and frozen it, yeah. then you put it in the microwave. Dinner for you. And you get the enjoyment of, I made this and it's really tasty. And okay, you've got a plate and a fork to wash, but hey, come on, we can all manage that. <laughs> yeah. and, and in terms of treats as well, Doc, um, Yep. Something like a chicken kebab essentially is chicken a chicken salad, isn't it? If you don't have all the sauces and it's not a donna, that's yeah. not too bad for you, is it? And what I've no. done, Andy, often, if I really got a craving for McDonald's, instead of chips and a carbonated drink, I would have a, a Big Mac, five hundred calories, with a little bag of fruit and a bottle of water. And it tastes lovely, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you, I think it's just about finding it's that balance thing again. It's getting you know, you you get the treat with the Big Mac. Uh, okay, well that's five hundred calories and it's probably not the best stuff that's in it, but you're not going completely overboard with the the fries and the and the go large and whatever else they they try and talk you into getting. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, as I say, I, find, I I guess I've just been a little bit lazy. 
with my lifestyle and with the cook on the cooking front in particular and have developed bad habits and bad habits are quite hard to break at times um and i as i say not having anybody with you i basically almost be every meal on my own you know unless i'm out visiting somebody which is which is rare or a sunday you might get invited back to lunch after taking a church service which i do um but so so yeah it's 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 just watching yourself having that self sense of self discipline i guess ken and uh I mean, I did notice the book you sent me did have two chicken recipes that included cider. So coming from Somerset, I was quite happy about that. <laughs> have you made them? Uh, I've made one of them. Yes, okay, well done. Yes, well I done. did make one of them, and it was very, very nice. Excellent. Um, trying to get genuine Somerset cider in, in Milton Keynes actually proved more difficult than I thought, but I didn't get some. <laughs> and it's a sense of achievement as well when you've made it and you've yeah, enjoyed it. Yeah. And you yeah, make plenty, really. and you, you you put it in the freezer. I mean, I've, I'm well known for loving my shepherd's pie, and I'd make a big one, and I'd have it every day if Becca's yeah. away. Uh, and yeah. I thoroughly enjoy cooking. Yeah, yeah. See, I don't. I I actually don't enjoy the physical process of it. I, I, I you know me, Steve. I spent half my life in the cinema, and I'd much rather be out and about. And, and I just I just actually don't enjoy the cooking. I just find it a bit of a labour, a bit of a labour. But then. What I've got to do is learn to love myself more, I guess. And 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 I and I've got friends who tell me this that they need to learn to love themselves more so that they look after themselves better. And I think sometimes I, I'm a little bit too hard on myself in that thing. Well, actually, it doesn't matter because nobody's going to know if I sneak a, a sneaky bag of chips or uh, we know, Andy. We know. It does, you know, show. <laughs> it does, it shows. And, and I'm on medication for all sorts of things. Yeah, well, even you know, more reason. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, oh. exactly. Yeah, this encourages others out there to who are perhaps in a similar situation to buck themselves up as as you're encouraging me to. Yeah. So, Andy, you on statins or stuff like that? You have problems with your cholesterol and your ticker? <laughs> Sorry, I'm please please body. say no if you don't want to answer. No, no, I'm going to leave my body to medical science, Steve, because uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I've got high blood pressure. I've got neuralgia in my face, which the nurse said the other day. You either put up with it, Mister Godfrey, or we will operate on your face. And I said, well, that might some might say that would be an improvement. Um, I've got ab- abdomen pains, which I've been suffering from from over a year, seeing an expert next week. So, yeah, I'm on about nine tablets a day at the moment. Wow. Um, so, again, as Ken has just reminded me, balanced diet, important. It will help, Doc, will it? If Andy came to it see will. you. Ab- absolutely. Oh, my gosh, yes, yes, I mean, definitely. Um, it will help with your blood pressure. It will help with your weight. It will help you feel physically and mentally better. Yeah. Uh, it's not just about the mental side, the physical side of things. You know, being eating healthy helps you feel healthy, helps your mental health improve as well. Um, I think that's a key thing because um, the reason I, I live on my own is that I was divorced 17 years ago. And I went through a period of depression. I've not really um, found anybody else since, shall we say. Um, and so, therefore, you know, you get a little bit depressed and you get a little bit lonely. And then you're taking nine tablets a day. And there's just there are just sometimes when you just think, oh, you know, I'll, I'll just be glad to get in, to make it through the day. Mm. Uh, and I don't really mind what, I, what I'm eating. So, so this just talking things through again and, and and I've got very good friends that I talk these things through locally. It does help to, to, to get that kick in the backside and to be reminded that actually you do matter. And I guess I would say to fellas in the same situations, me out there listening to this, you do matter. You are important. Mm. So you should love yourself. And, and, and I'm talking 
I'm a preacher, so preacher, heal thyself, you know. <laughs> yeah, definitely, Andy. We love you. We want you around for years. We need you. Yeah, Who's- of course we do. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's much appreciated. Uh, says so the man who was going to buy me fish and chips yesterday, and I didn't get to his house. <laughs> Do you know what? I was so that looking forward. <laughs> I was so looking forward to it, and you you had to cancel because you were stuck on various yeah. motorways. I went and treated yeah. myself, but uh, <laughs> I went and had the OAP version. <laughs> so it cost me six fifty. It was really tiny, but oh my word, was that good! I sat on the M25 for two hours yesterday. Oh, going nowhere. Horrendous. <laughs> uh, listen, guys, we're almost out of time. Doc, just a few more things. Why yeah. are tasty, naughty things so bad for you? <laughs> is it all no, about you... forbidden fruits? I mean, chocolate. Oh, yeah, I love chocolate. I that. love pork pies. I yeah. love sausage rolls. Some of it's about that. Some of it's about what's in them that actually stimulates the various chemicals in your brain and whatnot, so you get a real buzz from them. There is a thing about having a healthy relationship with food, though, and it's okay to have, a, as you called them, a, a naughty treat now and again. That's that's fine. That's good. That's about balance. Don't deprive yourself. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not a great fan of all these kind of daft diets and, and various um, slimming organisations because I just don't think they encourage a healthy relationship with food. You end up feeling guilty if you've done something and or you've not done something. It's about having a healthy approach to, to life. And nutrition is part of that. Exercise is part of that. Connection's part of that. It, 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 in isolation. So, yeah, treat yourself now and again. Absolutely. Go for it. So if, you, your if you're going to have chocolate, what is the best chocolate? Are we talking milk or is dark better? Dark's probably better. Not everybody likes the taste of dark. Um, milk I chocolate, love dark. I love yeah, dark. Yeah. Milk chocolate is is not as good. Um, white chocolate is basically just sugar. There's, yes. not, there's, there's no cocoa <laughs> in it at all. So, yeah, if you're going to have it and, and you, you quite like dark chocolate, you can get different flavours of dark chocolate as well. Now, orange, ginger, all sorts of add, add things to put in to, to enhance the flavour. And the big question, Doc, you're 60. We can't believe it. What are you going to be eating on your 60th? What is going to be a real Dr. Ken treat? Um, well, I, I do you know, I actually don't know because I've just been told you've to have the day off and you have to have several days off because we're going away to do something nice. Don't know where I'm going. Don't know where what I have to take. Um don't know what we're going to be eating on my birthday. I don't even know who's coming, if anybody. Um, <laughs> so if you if you were planning exciting. it, if you were planning it, what would you do? If it wasn't a surprise, what would be oh, your absolute I treat? I would I would have a I would have a really nice three course dinner with a fish fish in it, a nice um, beef Wellington, and an indulgent pudding, definitely with with a really nice. Probably Malbec. Love it. You heard it here first. Yeah. Sounds great. Yes. Well, we hope you have a good one, Doc. Don't count, Thank you. Don't count the calories. No, uh, no, no, it's all about balance that, and moderation. Thanks ever so much. Catch you next time on the Men's Health Matters podcast with Steve Legg and Dr. Ken. Until then, stay happy, hearty and healthy.